It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Go Birds Podcast. Hello, it is the Go Birds podcast presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. It's the Bet Parks Picks Pod. If you missed it on the last pod, we're going to Dallas, baby. We're going, we're to, going Dallas. to Dallas. And and if you missed on the last one, because everyone did, Elliot forgot to say something. So, Elliot, go ahead. Yeah. So, look, you should be booking this trip to Dallas to come hang out with us. I want so many people at the bar. I want to do so many drinks with you guys. I want to talk Eagles. I want to talk about the pod. Like, I need everybody there. Takes. But, uh, ask Ellie about his movie takes. takes yes. about, oh, you know, you can, I'll show you a picture of Zoe. Like, whatever. Yeah. Well, yeah, we love it. We can debate movie theaters. It'll be real fun. Oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. But I've been on all these trips. So, and Joe from fans of Philly does do a great job. Like I see him all the time on these trips, re- returning texts and calls and all that. But if you're thinking about doing it and have some questions, DM me and I will answer them the best of my ability to help out. And then also if you book this trip and are coming, DM us and let us know so that we can get excited for it to see which people are coming, which real ones to look out for. And all yes. So yes. the DMS are open. Let's be honest, James, not great with the DMs. No. I will I will take this over for both of us. And and just tell Elliot come and he'll tell me. It'll be great. It'll get me excited. And exactly. uh, and to the point of of wondering more about the trip we mentioned at last pod, but we will have Joe from Fans of Philly on in the near future so we mm-hmm. can give you more details and more information about the trip. But again, book it. We're going. It's going to be awesome. We're going to hang yeah. with everybody. It's going to be super cool. All right. Uh Bet Parks Picks Pod coming up in a little bit. Uh we'll we'll get into our football future gambling discussion like we've been talking about over the last few bet park picks bet parks picks pods there it is, there it is. yeah no before we started elliot had a uh, a bet picks parks pod yeah no bet park yeah that bet, was right bet anyway, parks pod 
Yeah, bet picks parks. I think you did instead of the real. Picks. Uh, what's it, it called? A when tongue it's a twister. Lot of, uh, a tongue yeah. twister. Yeah, but well, no, I feel like there's some an alliteration. Maybe. Oh well, that is alliterative when a lot yes. of the the letter like same sounds essentially, yes. but it's usually letters. But yes, but in terms of uh, like that's a tongue twister. Um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, another day of practice. So some stuff to react to. Obviously, if you listen to yesterday's pod, you're probably like. Well, were they sloppy again, Elliot? I need to know, <laughs> yes. Elliot. Were they sloppy again today? They were not. It was nice. a uh, it ah. was a cleaner practice today. Quick turnaround. Um, quick turnaround. So today's practice, to be completely honest, was without question the lightest and easiest of training camp so far. Um, they are playing uh, on Saturday, and I think because of that, you're seeing the players that are going to play get a lot more reps today. Um, mm-hmm. And also, when they were at the link on Wednesday, they got mostly starters, and Mariota got a ton of reps. So. Jalen Hurts and, only and took- back-to-back days too, which they yeah, haven't well, done, done a ton. Yeah, back, yeah, yeah, exactly. This right, is the yeah. first time actually, right? They've done back-to-back-to-back yep. days. One hundred percent. So Jalen Hurts only took ten reps. He normally takes 20, 25, or around there. So a much light, lighter workload for him. He was six of ten, one touchdown. Um, you know, he should have had three touchdowns. He there was one throw to Joseph Ngata, who got first-team reps, by the way, which is definitely noteworthy. Joseph Ngata was wide open in the end zone and Ngata's pretty tall and Hertz just, just put it too sailed high. It. He, he just sailed it. So that could have been one touchdown. And then he had one, he did have one AJ Brown in the front of the end zone, very easy cat, uh, you know, pass and catch or whatever. Um, and then he dropped or he didn't drop. There was one to AJ in the back of the end zone. From my perspective, it looked like AJ should have had it. It could have been a pass break if it was tight coverage. So should have had three touchdowns, only had one. You know, he is missing a little more throws that are easy than he used to. So, or I should say in the first few days of practice, not sounding the alarm or anything like that, but I think that's why you're seeing a bit of a lower completion percentage from him. Um, Still has some impressive throws. He had two or three throws to Dallas Goddard today, who's having a very underrated camp. Like Goddard's been very good, but two or three throws, really tight windows, good coverage, just put it exactly where Goddard needed it on the numbers right in front of his hands. Like it was, it was perfect throw. Uh, but just overall, six of 10, one touchdown, and just like a really light day. They didn't have pads on. It was drizzling. It was just like, you know, not sunny out. So it felt like a light practice today. Yeah, the Goddard thing's interesting. He was on the midday show on WIP with Joe and Hugh um, either earlier this week or last I week. Last I think week. it was. Yeah, it was last week. And um, he had an interesting comment about, they asked what his, like, what his goals were for this year, Some some version of that question. He was basically like, it was really like, uh, it was a great outlook. So he was basically like, listen, I know I'm not going to get the most targets that I know that we have really good guys out there with AJ and Devante. He's like, so my big focus this year is, is converting the targets I get. He's like, I want my catch percentage. And I just thought like that, first of all, obviously you're like great thing to focus on, you know, and he's pretty good at that already, but you know, trying to get him better at converting everything that comes his way, which it seems like in camp, he's doing a nice job of, but I also like that he's going in the, I mean, into the season with that mentality of, you know, like, listen, I know I'm not, even though like he's, you know, arguably, arguably after Travis Kelsey, the best receiving tight end, like definitely top, definitely top three or four without a doubt. Um, you know, I like that he's, you know, that's the right mentality, you know, to go in and be like, listen, I know I'm not going to be the number one guy on things, but when it comes my way, I'm going to, I'm going to convert on it. Yep. And he had a, a, to your point about, you know, obviously catching high percentage, I looked last year. He caught something like 79% of his targets. He's really good at it already. That's what I and mean. Yeah. Travis Kelsey, just for some perspective, caught 72%. I know it's a yeah. larger amount and all those things. This year in camp, 
let me look it up right here while I have it. Where is Goddard? Why am I? Okay, Goddard, 22 catches on 28 targets with two touchdowns. So once again, catching a very large percentage. Of Real quick, I never thought about this till right there. You obviously, I guess you transfer the notes into like a spreadsheet or something like that. I never thought oh, yeah. about that, but of yeah. course you do. And you compile yeah. and so I never, I just never thought about the mechanics of it. Um, Cause I usually see you with the, right. the notepad that you come in with. Cause we're usually like, you know, either in studio together or whatever. And I'm you have the notepad. I love that. I just never thought about it. Oh, that'd be great. I, I love feel it. like maybe there is a way but i'll we I'll can try figure it out when we're not potting yeah. but regardless yes, exactly. love that very cool yeah. all right um, um so what else stood take. out today yeah. yeah please please so mariota it was weird when i was watching him i thought that he's been he was definitely better at the link practice he was good at the link practice had some really nice throws um today watching him maybe it was a little bit of like recency bias off yesterday i thought he was pretty good today but then wow. when i looked at the end he was six of 13, which is not great. Not <laughs> so a great it's percentage. basically all relative. It was that. Yeah. Maybe did, just by his look standard like a now. disaster. Yeah. Right. I think now whenever he completes a catch, I'm like, all right, that's a good day. Um, He had a wide open touchdown to Alameda Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Um, it looks like the coverage broke. He was wide open down the sideline. Mario to hit him um, again. Like he still does miss some easy throws like in a seven on seven session. He was one for four. This is the second time he's done that. And that's, Seven on seven, that should not be happening. Um, but yeah, I think he's improved somewhat. Like, so they're not having Brett Toth be the or Toth be the backup center anymore. And because of that, uh, I think he's just getting better snaps out of the shotgun. He can be in the shotgun more. I think he's getting some better protection. Um, so I think he's been somewhat better. Joseph Ngata, I know I brought him up a ton, but I want to bring him up again. That dude, man, he's having an awesome training camp. I he has an NFL body, big size. He's probably like AJ Brown is the most physically imposing receiver on the roster just cuz like the dude is literally nothing but muscle. But Joseph Ngata, if you just line them all up, like he's taller, he's still very big. He's not like a skinny tall guy like Dorel Green Beckham was kind of skinny. Like they have a guy they just signed Jay King that's tall but skinny. Ngata has like some some muscle and some meat on him. He uh I think he really like could be something. Now, whether they'll keep him on the roster, we don't know. That you know, that's tough. We'll see how he does in preseason. They are. We'll get into that in a second. They're playing their preseason game on Saturday, but I've been very impressed by him so far. Yeah, it's great. You know, I loved him coming out because of the name he in did. the book I was reading and all that. That's so right. great to hear. And look, we've good talked. For him. Yeah, I mean, that was why I was in from the jump. Um, we have talked. I mean, it's a weird last name for Nagata to be drafted and a Nagata to be one of the main characters of the books that I was like, in the middle of, like the seventh or eighth book. Uh, it's the. the book. It, it's uh you remember you said it was like when you you never see a word and then you see it twice and like that would might have been a different final thought actually yeah i think that was a different i yeah the, well i had the the like the universe winking at you thought that was it, i think yeah. where it's yeah where i had the ronin thing yep. um but um look we've talked a lot about you know especially after the top four and zacchaeus you know clearly the fourth but also not you know, a, a stud or anything like that. How, how, you know, really after the top three, whatever you think about Quez, the depth does drop off at that position. Yep. It does feel like there's more opportunity to make the roster for a guy like Nagata than there has been in past years. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I will see what he does in preseason. My guess is he's going to get a ton of work. The quarterbacks, the backups really seem to trust throwing the ball to him. He's definitely their favorite receiver to throw it to. So we'll see him. I, I mean, we'll definitely, we'll see him in Baltimore on Saturday night. If he has a big game and is good, you know, he was a former number one recruit. He was, they go to a big time program that's known for receivers. I do wonder if they'll be able to sneak him past waivers. 
Yeah, no, that's interesting. All right, what else stood out today? Man, I don't like, I don't know if I'm just becoming obsessed with it, but it's just so weird to me Rashad Penny is getting carries with the third team. I just, I can't get past it. Like, I understand that you're shuffling him in and out and all those things, blah, blah, blah. But ultimately, he should, like, he's been talked about as being the number one running back on the team. Um, John McMullen, props to him. I thought he made a good point on Twitter I wanted to piggyback off of. I've been pretty heavy on saying DeAndre Swift is going to be the starting running back. Gainwell is getting a ton of work with the first team. He's the starting running back in their two-minute offense, in the red zone offense. Situationally, he's been out there. I'm now starting to think maybe I jumped the gun on Swift a little, and I don't think Kenny Gainwell is going to lead the team in touches this year, but he is looking like the starting running back out there. Now that we're 10 days into camp, he's looking like the guy they trust the most. I mean, look, there's still camp to go, and there's still time and all that. And and like we talked about yesterday, part of it could be – you're learning a new playbook and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. You would hope that they have it down by now. But um, look, I think if if the season starts and Kenny Gamewell's out there to start the season, I think a lot of people would be really surprised. I mean, obviously, yeah. we could know by them based on, you know, or have a feel for it. But And look, I mean, he was the guy they trusted most in the playoffs last year by far. You know, he was – they had a Miles Sanders who was coming off a career year, a great year, got him paid – and I know Miles had a little bit of an injury thing and all that, but like they clearly trusted getting game well more than him and more than Boston Scott in those playoff games. Like, you know, that doesn't, that's not nothing in the most no. important games that these, these coaches, this coaching staff or Sirianni on down, whatever, like ever coached, like they trusted Gainwell. So it, yeah. it's notable. I agree. And, you know, I think it was Corey from Columbus maybe made this point on, uh, on Gobert's radio one day. Like, they do have Trey Sermon's rights beyond this year. And I think that's a, a noteworthy thing I hadn't considered during the offseason. Gainwell's under contract. Uh, I believe Gainwell and Sermon are the only two under contract. And they actually complement each other really well with their game. So the running back position is a fascinating one to me. And when I'm out there, it's a day before, you know, two days before the preseason. And Rashad Penny's talking about how he's excited to play on Saturday because he hasn't played in a long time. Like not many starters are going to play. So it'll be interesting to see among the running backs who doesn't dress or who gets the fewest amount of touches or carries. I want to get to who you think is going to play and kind of what you think the vibe is going to be for the for Saturday night and all that. Was there anything else from practice today that you felt like stood out? Not really. To be completely honest. Nicobe taking first team reps. Oh, yeah. yeah, 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 Oh, my God. Only. See, you're you're playing into it now. People think that it's only when the bad things happen for Nicobe and then when good stuff happens, you're going to mention it. You're right. My bad. Uh, Nicobe was back. He was back with the first team. He took first team reps. Um, He had returned to practice yesterday, wasn't doing team stuff, did it today. He talked after practice about like the fact they saw Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham. And to no surprise, he he gave an answer that he just views it as an opportunity to learn from him. He doesn't view it um, as a threat to him. He he embraces competition, all those things. So yeah, Nakobe uh, was back today. So so the comeback tour begins from the uh, the minor ankle injury from a few days. Go get him, Nakobe. Prove everyone wrong. Do it for Prove James. Prove everyone wrong. Do- yeah, seriously, dude. Do it. For Imagine me. we're in Dallas in December and Nakobe's having an uh, awesome year. Oh, buddy. Yeah. You might have to get a Nakobe jersey to wear. Oh, my God. I might. I might. Yeah. I will. I'll do it. All yes. right. Um, come up in a minute. I want to get into the preseason game, who you think is going to play, who's not going to play, what you think their plan is for the preseason in general. But first, download the Bet Park Sports. Do it. Uh, just do it. I mean, seriously. We can again, do it together in Dallas, too. Yes. What a great point. Uh, hey, hey. I mean, if you want to know, if you want us to know you're a real one, like a real, real one, and we get to yeah. Dallas, like, bang! Bet Pull Park Sports. We'll be like, 
freaking love you, man. Yeah. Or woman or whoever you are. It's going to be awesome. Um, but yeah, and like, obviously we've talked about it so much, but like we are a month away from football today, a month, uh, less than a month from that Thursday game to start the season, but from Eagles football, and we're going to have so much fun all season picking these games. We go through the entire slate each week. We make our picks. We have a go birds parlay that we all do together. Um, it's super fun. And in addition, there's all kinds of other stuff you can bet on. Obviously baseball going on right now. Uh, would have been nice to bet on the the under on hits last night. Yeah, that could have. I could have. Well, you good. want to know why? Uh, because well, there's a no hitter. That's right. Look yeah, yeah. Um, a baseball guy. Um, but Everyone, seriously, I wonder if you can bet nightly on the odds of a no hitter. I don't think so. I I doubt it. But like, I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but but here's the cool there. thing. Yeah, that's the point. They have like basically. They might be able to because you can bet on everything. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, home runs, hits, individual performances. You get future bets. We're going to talk a little football futures at the end of this pod, talking about some pro football stuff. You can get on, but you can bet on division winners. You can bet on who's going to win awards. You can bet on over unders for players. There's all kinds of awesome stuff to bet on on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. The app is intuitive. It's easy to use. It's fun. And again, more than anything, we've got. We're going to watch these games anyway. A little action on it. It just makes it so much more fun. So here's the deal: if you sign up now, new you. Users, if you bet $10 and win your first bet, you get $125 in sportsbook bonus back. It is a great deal. Win $10 bet, $125 in bonus back. Uh, new bets and winning, uh, new users and winning bets only. Uh, details on betparks.com. Obviously, as always, you must be 21 in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, or Ohio. Gambling problem call 1 800 Gambler. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. All right, Elliot. Straight up. Are the starters going to play in this first game? Do you think the starter... We'll get to the rest of the preseason, but mm-hmm. game one, will the starters play? If so, which starters do you expect to play? Give us the breakdown of what you expect going in based on what you've seen and what you've heard. So to no surprise, Sirianni didn't answer on Thursday if he Knocking. was going to play his guys. I don't think we're going to find out until like an hour before the game on Saturday. Probably a bit by design. I'm sure the NFL, uh, NFL doesn't want people to know no none of these starters are going to play we're going to watch anyway so it doesn't really matter um so i'm i'm a little torn on it i don't if i had to like bet my guess is they do not play but he did play in the first preseason game last year they're not doing joint practices before these before this game before the uh browns game and the colts game the next two preseason games they will so i don't think you will see jalen at all in the next two would it shock me if he got one series no, it wouldn't shock me. So I, like I think run, that, run, pass, get off the yeah, field. Yeah, but then again, it's like, what's even the point of doing that? Well, the you know, worry like, too with that exactly the worry. And he did get drilled. 
game last year, remember? Yeah, yeah. Well, and the worry with that too is like, what if he has a full drive? <laughs> just more opportunities, more opportunities, more opportunities. Right. Well, like, honestly, you know, I would almost player. just like run twice and take a shot in the end zone and see what happens. You know? Yeah. You know, get him through the pregame reps, all those. So things. the reason to do it, and I, you know, personally do not subscribe to this because I just think, look, and I know it sucks. It sucks for people going, and it sucks for you know that the NFL, you know forces season ticket holders to pay for it and all these things and whatever it is. But like, like the only reason you put him out there is for the fans to see him on the field for a few minutes. And it's like, I just, the risk isn't worth the reward in my opinion. Like I just, I I would not let those guys touch the field. I like, I'm sorry. I don't. And I get it. I get it. It's frustrating. I get that there are people who don't get to go to regular season games and this is their one opportunity to go to a game and all that stuff. But like this team is trying to win a super bowl. It's like, you just and I we unless they and we don't think Jalen needs to go out there and get those reps in the preseason. You know, I think there are guys who do like Nicobe Dean. Yeah, I do think he should probably get a little action and just get a feel for where he's at. Or certain guys like that where it's not a lock that they are uh, deserving of the starters. Not spot, proven like, players. Yeah. yeah, but like I don't, I don't need to see Jalen Hurts. I don't need to see AJ Brown. I don't need to see Devonte Smith. Like I just don't need to see those guys. I don't want to see Jason Kelsey. I don't want to yep. see Lane Johnson. Like, and if you I'm remember good. last year, like he did get drilled by that Jets player out of bounds. And Sierra yes, I had forgotten and, about that. You're right. Yeah, yeah. That was like, we were furious. I mean, think of how different last year is if that hit, hit, hits Jalen. Oh my God, I can't even, I can't even, you know? So yeah, I agree. I wouldn't play any of them. The argument for Nicobe is I look, I hope Nicobe plays. I want to see him play in a setting with pads and all that stuff. Um, but I agree with you. It's like, it's worked for the Eagles in the past. Sierra he's won every home uh, or every week, one game he's played so far two and oh, so he knows how to get him ready. But let me ask you this. The Ravens have won 24 straight preseason games. How much of this do you think is Sirianni? Do you think there's any shot that he'll take this one a little more competitive because of that? No, no. I, I love your thought. And like, I'm sorry. Any shot is not fair because Nick Sirianni is a maniac when it comes to right. competitiveness. So like, sure, I think there's a shot. But no, I think Nick has his eyes on the big picture. Yeah, I agree. I, I, and I, look, I... I'm almost rooting for the Ravens. I think it's one of the most amazing, unbelievable, unexplainable, wild. absurd, you know, things well, I going think it's in like, sports. It's just fluky. Like there's some stats. I think like- it's partially fluky, but I think it's also like they must care more. Like they must try harder in preseason. Maybe like Harbaugh's thing is like, I care about this. Like you got to go out and play to earn your roster spot. Like, and he mm-hmm. really impresses upon these kids who are fighting for roster spots. Hey, if you want to make this team, like you got to play good in this game or whatever. I don't know. Maybe he gets his guys more motivated for it like i don't i i agree with you i think there is a level of luck or coincidence in there but 24 straight is not coincidence like that is a big enough sample size to say that there is something else going on here wouldn't you agree i yeah i do ultimately agree i do i do wonder if you're the ravens if you start trying to book opponents that are easy obviously with the eagles they're not doing that the eagles have a loaded deep roster um but i think at this point i don't think that they like i don't (laughs) You don't think they think about it? This is like, I mean, about no, it no, no, I'm sure they do, but I'm saying I don't think they like. I think if the streak ends, they'll move on with their day okay and be okay. So, yeah. Let me ask you this Have you looked at the line for this game yet? No, but I would assume that the Ravens are favored. Yes. So, you want to go through this? Yeah, I well, build, this is build our I like this. Yes. Let's okay. go through. All right. You so, have it open? I have it open. Do you want to guess the stuff? But yeah, I'll, I'll say it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Guess the spread. Ravens by two and a half. 
Uh, no, you're way off on this one. The first guess of the year, poor guess, six and a half points. So they're really taking this Ravens thing seriously. They're really taking it seriously. So yeah. the money line, the six Ravens. And, I like, mean, six and a half points for any. Do they have other preseason lines on there? They do. Let me hit back. Is there anything really more than like three or four? I'm guessing no, right? Like, I'm guessing they're, they're all, almost, yeah, I'm looking right now. They're all two and a half, three right? and a half. That would have been my guess. Yeah, that would have been my guess. Is easily the biggest line that, of the week. That that is that's my exact point. Like yeah. I, that makes all and the, the money sense line. The I don't know if you want to guess this, but they're minus two sixty five. Wow. Um, so what is the Eagles money line like? Plus 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 two ten. I mean, that's so silly. Should we do a, a parlay? I mean, sure. It's a meaningless game that you know. I guess. All right, so I think we, I think if we're going to do it, you take the Eagles money line. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, if we're going to do it, yeah. And, sure. Over under 35 and a half. Under. All right. That I mean, you hold up, hold up. You do preseason games a lot more night. You pay attention. You remember you're at the I mind. think under. I think under. Yeah, I think so too. I, I felt yeah. like they usually go under. Unless, okay. although the Ravens might be. I mean, think about how low 35. If it was a, a regular season Eagles Ravens game and it was 35, we'd be like, are both quarterbacks yeah, hurt? Like, what's exactly, going on? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and look, Mariota has played a ton in the NFL. He's probably overqualified to be playing in this. Um, so, yeah, it's that gets you to plus 430. It's pretty good. All right, we're doing it. Why not? Me, it's, yeah. it's a preseason game. Have fun. Agreed. That's the whole point of what we do here. Um, all right. Uh, before we get to to uh, a division, um, quickly, um, your quick thoughts on who you do think we will see and want to see in this game. Yeah. Like when you're going in this game, like obviously there's a lot of bottom roster guys. There's a lot of like, when, and you just talked about Nagata, and and he's probably as low as we would go with this. But but outside of that, like who are guys that you know whether bigger names or lower names of, of the type of people we're talking about, who are guys that you're keeping your eye on tomorrow? Well, I think the, the first one is all the rookies, obviously Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith, Sidney Brown, Tyler Steen, McKee's going to play a ton. So the rookies clearly we're all going to watch. Jalen Carter will be the big name that will play. I would assume Nolan Smith. It'll be interesting to see how late into the game they play. If they're, you know, still have, they still have their shoulder pads on after halftime. Um, some other guys, though, like we've talked a lot about the corners. I'm excited to see Eli Ricks in a situation where he's playing 30, 40 snaps in a row. Um, you know, I'm excited to see. We'll see how much Josh Joe plays. Uh, he's been the top backup on the outside. Um, the backup offensive lineman, um, you know, Dennis Kelly, I'm assuming will play a little bit. He's a veteran. Backup defensive lineman, Teron Jackson, Marlon Tuapoloto is likely going to play. Uh, I'm going to mispronounce his name, but Ojamo, the guy they drafted out of Texas, super excited to see him. Um, and then it's safeties like again, Sydney Brown. So it's just mostly gonna be depth guys that, that we've talked about. And I, I would just say like the t- top thing you always look for in this is, is who is not playing to start the game. And it'll be yep. interesting to see yep, outside yep, of the yep. 22 starters. If there's anyone else that is, that is a well, surprise. And like- also interesting. Cause we don't know the 22 stars. Like it'll be interesting to see if there's like, a Moro safety play like, yeah, or like, or like Reed Blankenship or yep. like those type of guys like that. I think we could know. We could have a really good idea well, after this game who in their eyes are the starting safeties, the starting linebackers, all that. And the punters. And the punter, yeah, absolutely. All that stuff. Ty Zetner, uh, we'll see how much Sipos punts. So there's definitely gonna be things to watch for in this game. And Ian I like Bo- Ian Book versus Tanner McKee for that third quarterback spot. Yeah, they're probably hoping Ian Book does I don't know. They're probably hoping he does really well because they would want to trade him. But the the tough thing about the preseason games is 
It's either building stock for people to trade or it's making them tougher to keep through waivers. So that's yeah, like yeah really you're right. Howie, yeah, it's a real that's balance. That's what me watching for. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, all right, let's get to uh, a little gambling before we get out of here. Unless you had anything else in the birds, I'm assuming no? No, I'm good. I'm good. Obviously, I'm good. we will be together again on Saturday before the game. Check us out. One to three yeah, that's WIP, right. A little pregame action. A little pregame action. Not right before, people. same time. Not right before, but yes. And then we'll obviously have some sort of reaction thing after at some point. Um, all right. Uh, I figured today we've done two, the two divisions in the AFC that are uh, tighter and both all yes. have, uh, you know, plus 100 odds or whatever. Let's do the two quote unquote gimmies um, because they don't always go the way you think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited so to see which ones you think are gimmies. Yeah. Well, the, I think the South and the West are, would be considered gimmies based on the odds in the sense that one team is a okay, massive AFC, favorite. Yeah. yeah. AFC South and West have, are the two divisions in the AFC with a massive favorite in each. Obviously, you don't need to guess it. The Chiefs are a massive favorite in the West, and the Jaguars are a massive favorite in the Central to the point where there is no other team even above plus 300 in either division. Like, they mm-hmm. are a big favorite. Um, so I want to, like, basically, we don't have to go through each of the odds or whatever, but, you know, I'll just tell you, the Chiefs are minus 182 to win their division. Then the Chargers plus 375, Broncos plus 600, Raiders plus 1,500. Uh, and then in the South, similar type odds without the, the highest of that, but uh, the Jags are minus 167, the Titans plus 325, plus 650 for the Colts, plus 900. So simple question, if one of these two teams doesn't win the division, who's losing it and what team are you betting on? All right, so here are my two favorite bets. And as you know, and you bring it up a lot, I'm a quarterback head coach duo guy. That's how I make my picks. It's how I feel, you know, Weekly, I think division. I know where one of these is guessing. Let me guess before you go. Go ahead. All right. Well, so I was going to do the West first. Okay. I think you're guessing the Broncos. I think, that's yeah, plus 600. I yeah, know. It. I mean, look, I they, they have a great defense. We know that. And Sean Payton, you can make the argument they're the second best head coach quarterback duo. Like Russell Wilson's not the second best quarterback, Herbert is. But it wouldn't surprise me if Wilson has a bounce back year. I think the Chargers have a terrible head coach in Brandon Staley. And I think the Raiders have maybe the worst coach in the NFL in Josh McDaniels. So, I'm not picking either of them. The Broncos, I could see a bounce back year. They have enough pieces. They have talent. They have a good head coach again. I think that's the clear choice in that one if you're not going to bet. Chiefs, I think odds-wise, it's a great bet. I mean, yeah. again, you need Mahomes to get hurt, right? And then it's like, oh, any and literally yeah. And I just don't trust the Chargers. Yeah, so. and same. I think, And, and it, they're almost double the odds. I mean, it's plus yep. 325 for the Chargers, plus 600 for the Broncos. I agree. I think the Broncos, and I don't even like the Broncos. If you ask me, like, do I think they're going to be good? No, but in terms, of, franchise. in terms of odds and bets, like it's not a bad one. Uh, yep. I, I, I would just take the bad odds and bet on the Jags. Like I know yep. they're not a short thing or anything like that. I can't, I could paint a scenario where Anthony Richardson is just awesome. Right. That would be bat. my argument. Like, yeah. That would be the one. Right. But like not enough to bet on it for any of these other teams. It's a shame. The Titans don't have it interesting quarterback will levis not three, interesting to you uh, i mean second round will levis kills, not interesting to you oh but, really oh yeah. really with a uh, uh, second round pick doing just fine in philadelphia well, right it was now surprising. My it was surprising um but <laughs> i'm with you i'm not a will levis i'm not a will levis guy or anything i'm just, I just well let me ask you this which would you pick the plus 650 or the plus 900 of the Texans? i would take the the plus 650 you would okay with the ah I mean, I the like Jonathan Stroud, Taylor man. Thing. They, you know I mean, what? CJ I might Stroud. take Stroud. No, Stroud was my favorite Amigo. of those quarterbacks. So, yeah. yeah, I'll take Stroud. No, that's a bad job. I mean, plus, I think he's the most ready to... to I think he's I got agree. a better chance to be good. Yeah, I would go Stroud. That's a good call. So, we're going to go Actually, Texans I, plus 900. 
Texans plus 900, Broncos plus 600, two bets guaranteed to two lose. Two winners, as always. Like we, like we always do. All right, final thoughts. Hmm. I mean, after my final thought yesterday, I don't know how much more I have in me. To, oh, uh, good. Well, so I just assumed you had two because you went with the one. Well, I gave you were just the last in the spot. Yeah. Okay, that's good. I, I, yeah, that's why I didn't give the one. Uh, I just have a funny Zoe quote. Yeah, I don't have one. Well, first of all, Zoe is now. So uh, you're, you're not, we've talked about this. You're like a South Park fan, but not like. A, yeah, I like it. Yeah. 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 So in the episode, for anyone who's a super big South Park fan, uh, the episode where um, uh, Gerald, uh, Kyle's dad, where he they his farts, he starts the Prius thing, and they all go to San Francisco, and their farts end up killing the ozone layer, and the world's threatened. It's Naturally. long. But anyway, when they're driving around their Priuses, like all like the ideas, like we're so full of ourselves, we're saving the world. And they kept being like, oh, you're doing great in your Prius. And they keep going, thanks, thanks. Like, I guess- when she was growing up, like Emily and I do it all the time. Like it's one of our, mm-hmm. you know, quote yeah, that thing. Yeah. Like, oh, thanks. So now I guess just by osmosis or, you know, by being with us, like we never, t- like Zoe now does it. And I'll be like, oh, you know, nice job. I'm, I'm proud of you for doing that. She'd be like, thanks. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell is happening? So that's one, which is very funny. But, um, but <laughs> I went to Zoe last night, or excuse me, two nights ago, I think it was. She, uh, I can't remember what she did. Like, you know, some something that you tell your kids they're proud of that right. just every human does. But, you know, when you're young, it's like, oh, I'm proud of you for taking a poop or whatever it yeah. is. But I was like, Zoe, I'm really proud of you. And she turns to me and goes, I'm proud of you too. Wow. <laughs> Look at cool, that. Man. Thanks, she must have known we were announcing Dallas. <laughs> she knew it was coming. Kids are ridiculous. All right. Um, come hang out with us in Dallas. Obviously, we'll talk a lot more about it next week. We're going to get Joe from Vans of Philly on to talk about it, tell you more in detail about the trip. But, you know, what details do you need other than we're going to be there? Yeah, we're going to be there. Gonna be we're awesome. going to be in Dallas. We're going to make bets. It's going to be a fun time. All right. And, uh, and of course, we'll be there on Saturday. Check us out one to three on WIP. Until then, he's Adam James. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.